0: Hello, America, and everyone around the world who is listening to this show, The Ken Burns Show. Thank you for tuning in. So glad to have you tuned in right here to The Ken Burns Show, only on the BMG Network. Uh, Lots to talk about, Uh, too much, and we can only fit so much in in a 20, 30-minute podcast, so we're going to get to a lot, but... I first want to say uh thank you again for for listening, for tuning in. Really appreciate it. Thank you so much for those who have reviewed this podcast. I'm gonna um I'm gonna read a review in just a second here, but I want to tell you we are gonna be speaking about uh this this uh well the title of the show is Are We All Acting? Are we actors and acting a part in a reality TV show here in America for the rest of the world? Because I'll tell you what, that's what it feels like. And I'll get to why it feels like that, at least in my opinion, in just a second. But first, be sure to go to the BMGNetwork.com. That's the BMGNetwork.com. There you will find some fantastic, I mean, seriously fantastic shows. If you have not listened to any of these shows, that I'm about to mention, man, you are missing out. You are absolutely missing out. and I don't mean that in a degrading way. I'm telling you, go to the BMGNetwork.com, check out the Pac Man podcast and the Pac Perspective, which is his column, Ted Flint's column, you are going to fall in love with the Pac-Man podcast. Because right there on the podcast, he comes from, honestly, personal experience, especially the working in the legislature. In the belly of the beast in New York, uh, you're going to get some really good perspectives from him. He's been doing this for a very long time, has incredible points of view, and some wisdom that you're going to want to hear and uh, for sure. So go to the bmgnetwork.com, check that out. Also, uh, set apart with KC. If you have not listened to her show, please do so. She is a military wife, uh, and she comes, <laughs> she comes at it from a perspective like no other, because she's feeling the impact um, that the military men and women are having right now with the vaccine, with all of these things, and she hits it hard. And she gives you some really great facts that you you probably don't know about. So check out set apart and also the Adrian Ross show. This week actually, she's got a really inc- sounds incredibly controversial when you, when you actually read what the title of this uh, podcast is. But it's entitled "Why God Can't Heal the Coronavirus." And you say what? Uh, well, you know what? You're gonna have to tune in tomorrow to the Adrian Ross show and check that out. And uh, one last thing, this show, this particular podcast is sponsored by the Kenna Shop, all refurbishing of old antique stuff and making it new. Uh, You're going to want to go check that out at the Kenna Shop on Facebook. That's the Kenna Shop on Facebook. So thank you, Kenna Shop, because uh, you know what? It's pretty cool products, tables, chairs, you name it. So whether it's something retro, modern, or uh, something antique, the Kenna Shop has got you covered. They find what has been lost, they breathe life back into that lost item, and then they bring it to you. Check out the Kenna Shop on Facebook. Now, to our review. This comes from Coffee in the Morning. <laughs> okay, that's my, that's, uh, that's my cup of, uh, I have to say my cup of coffee right there, not cup of tea. It says, the title, informative. I happen to stumble across these podcasts and I can't get enough. Super informative with a sense of humor. We are living in uncertain and crazy times, and it's nice to see others stand and speak up for what's right. Well, thank you, coffee in the morning. Uh, I love coffee in the morning and even in the afternoon. And I also really appreciate your review for the Ken Burns Show. Um, I hope I can keep bringing you information and keep having a sense of humor in these crazy times. So again, thank you so much. And if you have not reviewed this podcast at Apple or any of the major podcast platforms, I would appreciate it very much if you did. It helps immensely. And honestly, I just love to hear from you and your opinion, not just about my show. Uh, What are your thoughts about what's going on, not just in America, but around the world? It's, It's crazy right now. Now, the reason why I entitled this, this particular podcast in the manner that I did, uh, meaning are we in a reality TV show? Um, remember my last podcast, if you listened to it, if you haven't, go back and listen to the, my, my previous podcast uh, about distractions, distracting you, literally, from reality. Uh, there's so much going on. And one in particular thing that, that made me think, and I was speaking to my wife about this, this whole Gabby Petito thing now, don't get me wrong. Again, absolute tragedy. But we have America's Most Wanted involved now. The uh, host there. I can't think of his name. And also that that other reality TV show guy uh, with the long, um, you know, blonde hair. He's the uh, bounty hunter dude. All these guys knocking on on uh, Laundry's parents' house. Knocking on the door. Trying to get people to come out and speak with them. Now... Is everybody using this as a, a as a, a publicity stunt? I mean, and I, I, it sounds so degrading because I don't want to take away from the tragedy because it is it's it's horrible. But this twenty-something-year-old pipsqueak running around like a moron because he is, especially for what he did, and we have everybody looking for this kid. And again, we have—if nobody knows this—let me tell you right now, we have horrific border crisis going on right now around the world. There's things going on with our shipping yards right now because of the product. If you haven't been paying attention to that, um, inflation, we have things like the president. Again, I mentioned this last time trying to get into our bank accounts so they can monitor us. Again, they say it's for the rich. $600, in your bank account doesn't mean you're rich. It's because they want complete control. It's a power grab always. It's it's becoming it's becoming insane. So anything that we can do we I say we the media can do or anybody else can do to try to keep your eyes averted from what's actually going on uh, in the center of everything. And the, and that is the the real belly of the beast, the real dark place is the White House right now where I wish I didn't have to say it like that, but that is the reality. These people are out to lunch how they are in leadership for this country is beyond beyond me it baffles my mind but this is where we're at this is what's going on and so coming back to it you have everybody looking at this case is is isn't there so many other cases going on right now at the same time there's people dying every day there's things going on every single day why is this one so important I'm, I'm just so confused by it. There's, a, there's plenty of people on Instagram or doing YouTube videos, doing all these different things, and something happens to them, and there's these, you know, these cases that have not been solved yet. And I'm just trying to figure out why this one is much more important than all the others. Some of you might be saying, thank you, somebody finally said that. Some might be saying, how dare you? I'm not trying to say one way or the other, I'm just thinking out loud why are we paying attention to this case so much? Is it, is it another distraction? Is it so we can really get people in, involved in this so that we can try to find this kid? I hope he is found and, and really you know, decimated, honestly. But it's becoming really confusing when, you, when you're watching these things. And on top of that, you have all these other things going on. For example, here's something I want, I want, I want to bring up too. And this is, I want to stay on this point for a second. We are once again, at a place where somehow race is becoming a thing again and again, it it goes away, it comes back, it goes away, and then people say, oh, it never went away. It never, it never went away. You know, it, it really becomes, it's all the motive, the motive is in the heart, it really is. And where does that motive come from? It comes from learned behavior, from, from your surroundings. Your character is built from where you come from. If you're constantly being told something is a thing when it's not because you're in a bubble, that's what you're going to believe. You believe what the culture around you tells you to believe. And I believe that is what is happening. And so people can't take a, you know, step outside of the bubble and take a look and realize like, oh, that's not, that's not everybody. That's not really how it is. No, we stay in a bubble, listen to somebody say something and say, oh my gosh, yeah, that, that's how I feel. Well, that's, feelings don't really count if there's no factual evidence or truth to it, you know, and it could be a, a part of a truth, but it doesn't make it reality. So I feel like everybody's reality is so skewed right now that nobody knows where they're at, and everybody's watching us. That is, how, is that's how it feels, like we're in this crazy. I don't know if you ever watched the Truman Show. It's a great movie. I'm not saying it's exactly like that, but I, sometimes I want to take a start riding on a boat and hopefully I crash into a side of a of a of a built you know studio and bash out of the side of it and realize that I've been in a stinking movie this whole time. But unfortunately that's not where we're at. But there is distractions after distractions after distractions to distract you and me from what's actually happening. The the reality. So that we won't pay attention to these little power grabs that are going on around the world, especially coming from this presidency. It's absolutely infuriating and disgusting. I use that word a lot, disgusting. Anyway, um what I want to bring up about race is uh, just recently, I don't know if you heard this, uh, Bill Maher uh, uh, said something, I thought, fantastic. I'm not in love with Bill Maher at all. But uh, he did call out uh, the ridiculous notion of having two national anthems. Whoopi Goldberg, of course, thinks otherwise. Um, How The View gets any ratings is beyond me. These people have no idea what they're talking about, and they don't look at it from any other perspective than how they feel about something. And they always say, they don't. They premise it with, like when it comes to guns or anything like that, they don't, they don't know what they're talking about, but they want to get some information on how to help. That's great. Maybe just be quiet and listen to the people that actually know what they're talking about and shut your show down. That would help, actually. Anyway, um, so I'm going to play that clip, and I'm also going to play another great clip by uh, NBA Hall of Famer, Isaiah Thomas. I don't know if you've seen this either. And also uh, the host of Fearless, Jason Whitlock, uh, when he talked to Isaiah Thomas about the national anthem. i will get to that in one second. But first, here is Bill Maher. I saw last night on the football game, uh, Alicia Keys sang Lift Every Voice and Sing, which now I hear is called the Black National Anthem. Now, maybe we should get rid of our national anthem, but I think we should have one national anthem. I think when you go down a road where you're having two different national anthems, Colleges sometimes now have, many of them have different graduation ceremonies for black and white, separate dorms. This is what I mean segregation. You've inverted the idea. We're going back to that under a different name. And here is Whoopi Goldberg's uh, Two Cents.
1: Um, and he went on to quote a professor who claimed that colleges have become social justice factories instead of an open forum for discussion. Uh, I'm just gonna throw my two cents in. I think because we have gone backwards a good 10, 15 years, we're having to re-educate people.
2: Mm -hmm. We're
1: having to re-educate people about how women want to be talked about, how black people want to be talked about, how Hispanic people want to be talked about. And yeah, it's a little bit tough. Native Americans, the Asian folks. I mean, these are all things that we, I thought we all worked together and got everybody to the point where here's what you can't say. And just so you know, Bill, the lift every voice has always been considered the black national anthem. Mm-hmm. It's always been that because the separation of the anthems has been so clear to us. Now, maybe other people don't feel like that, but I feel like, you know, we have to re educate and retell people.
0: So we have to re-educate and retell people. That is really interesting, and what people I, mean, I see when she says retell people, she mentioned every race except for the white race. So it, it's interesting to me that that obviously that's the people that need to be retold, uh, and anybody else who's of those races that is you know a, a doubting Thomas. So that that's a little concerning to me because that's what seems. Uh, well, that's what, critical re- race theory, that's what critical race theory is all about, re-educating for a specific purpose. Again, if you believe that there's something very serious happening with race. Um, personally, I don't, um, but that's not because, you know, I'm some horrible person that doesn't that doesn't think that there's issues here and there. Of course there is. But again, you can't take a broad brush and put it across the whole nation or the world. There are bad apples everywhere. And I'm sure Whoopi and Bill Maher and all the, all of these guys just play back some of their tapes or some of the things in the in the olden days or in their movies or whatever, specifically with Whoopi, uh, there's probably some some questions and things that have happened that, that they could look back and be like, oh, I probably shouldn't have done that according to their standard now. Um, but this is where we are. Let's find any possible wrong so that we can point it out and put everybody in their acting positions now so they can play the part that we want them to play that fits our needs and when those feelings change because they will then we'll have to uh, rewrite the script again and keep rewriting the script and by the way one thing that didn't uh, play for you uh, right after uh, Whoopi talked there uh, another person on The View started speaking and she said okay I do understand where Bill's coming from Uh, But obviously the, um, uh, because, you know, I I believe that there needs to be some change. However, I see what he's saying because you can't be, you know, divisive. But we should come up with something that's for everybody. So it includes everybody because the national anthem, she says, obviously doesn't. I I, I don't understand that. Um, When we look at, America today, it does include everybody. Everybody who lives here has the same privileges. Whether you want to feel like that's the reality or not is irrelevant. It is the truth. And honestly, the the very people that are complaining have more privileges than the rest. They just don't take advantage of them. They still want to play the victim. Um, I'm not speaking of a specific race or anything like that. But there are so many people out there that are playing the victim all the time without actually doing something about it because they want something for free. That doesn't happen. That's not what America is about. It's about working hard so that you can get ahead. We have a free market system. We have a capitalistic system. We, we, we live with, you know, uh, in our economy, we have capitalism. And despite what Nancy Pelosi thinks, I think it's a great thing. Because you can't just, again, this comes back to the whole thing of, of receiving a trophy because you participated. That's happening way too much. You know, we see it in our own kids sometimes. They get a little spoiled. So we we have to kind of pull back the curtains a little bit and and, and, and assess the situation and say, oh gosh, we got we to change this now because that's not what we want. And we have a bunch of spoiled rotten brats in America running around and when their feelings get hurt and sometimes it... People's feelings obviously get really hurt, but you know what I'm saying. Feelings get hurt a little bit, and next thing you know, it's everybody else's problem and not theirs because they don't have to change. you hurt their feelings. you need to change. Okay, so We all have to assess our ourselves and then change accordingly. not accordingly not according to the new standards, by the way. Um, anyway, let me get to the what I wanted to get to here. Um, Isaiah Thomas, NBA Hall of Famer. Uh, this is what he says about the national anthem.
1: You sing the national anthem, and then you sing the black national anthem. The only thing that that it does is it's emphasizing our separateness.
0: Exactly. That's exactly what it's emphasizing. Everybody is so frustrated because we're not coming together. And everybody who's working hard to come together are acting like this. It's it's insane. It if you don't think it's I mean, do you think that this is insane? Do you ever just stop and go, oh my gosh, this this is insanity. What's going on? But anyway, this is what Jason Whitlock, a host of Fearless, who um, talked with with Isaiah Thomas. This is what he said on Fox.
2: Listen, I, I want to be clear here. Isaiah Thomas is a very dear friend of mine, and and. I think it's unfair to say he was blasting the the NFL. I think he was pointing out the obvious that I think we all agree on. You can't have two national anthems if you want to be one country. And we were having a we had a, a two hour conversation in the last hour and 20 minutes of it. Focused on race and some of the divisive issues we have going on in this country, Isaiah is someone that believes that you know, like race is a false construct, and we need to get beyond race. Mm -hmm. And so we were just having that discussion, and within that discussion, the national anthem uh, came up, and the black national anthem came up, and and I I think anybody that's a rational person realizes two national anthems is unhealthy, it's not unifying, uh, and and that the NFL, now this is me talking, not Isaiah, the NFL has been over backwards for Black Lives Matter and the Marxist agenda, and has mm. adopted uh, practices that totally contradict Everything you're taught in team sports and everything that the NFL was about. Football Sundays used to be one of the most unifying experiences we had in this country. People of all different races, economic backgrounds, sexes, everything would come together and just root for their team. Now they've turned things very political and, and, you know, they're kissing the ring of the Black Lives Matter Marxist movement.
0: And I couldn't agree more with what Jason Whitlock says right there. That is exactly what's happening. It used to be. Now, I'm not huge into sports. I used to be, uh, but just, you know, things changed. But I do love getting together and doing those things. And the great thing about sports is those that, that team mentality. All the things, and he mentioned there, too, that people come together for and to work together is thrown out the window when you're constantly putting these little political, um, you know, spikes in in these arenas they don't belong there this is where you push all that stuff aside and come together and that's not happening and it's, it's got to be infuriating for the people who just want to play the sports as teams they aren't even thinking about this stuff but then politics come in and now they have to think about this stuff then they have to make decisions in which they shouldn't have had to make in the first place because they don't belong there there's nothing there it and people are just making something out of nothing and this is happening all the time, all the stinking time and it it is infuriating it really 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 is um and you've got so many other things going on in in life too and i I'm, I'm kind of uh going in a different direction a little bit here but i I forgot to mention this story um and it is about the l a PD officers told to collect social media data on every civilian they stop. This kind of ties into certain things too. Here, again, another thing that's happening: people are getting way too much information about everybody that don't that doesn't belong to them. You know, I I read these kinds of stories all the time. And you look at Facebook, you see all the the mental health crisis that's going on now. People are too involved in these things. And now you have people going to go look on your, on your uh, social media accounts when you didn't do anything wrong. Why are people really wanting to get into other people's business like this when so many people are just trying to stay out of other people's business and just live their lives, yet you're constantly getting things pushed upon you. I'm getting things pushed upon me, making me have to think about, again, re-educate about how I should look at the world. I look at the world through this lens. I read my Bible. I look at my history. I see what lines up with scriptures. Again, this is, this is because I have a brain. And so do, and so do it's everybody. And we line it, things up according to what is right, righteous, and what is wrong. And that's, if we all can do that, I think we would become more the land of the free and the home specifically of the brave, because we'll be standing up for what is right and righteous and put an end to the baloney that's going on around us, meaning, hey, Joey or Jimmy wants to be Sally now. You need to accept her. Well, I didn't even know that. Now you're telling me and now you're making me accept something. That I really don't even care about. If that's what, whatever his or her name is. Wants to do. So be it. Do it in your own corner of the world. And when you need any kind of serious help. Let somebody know. Because that is the reality. False reality is. That's just normal. Because they want to normalize that. Reality is. That person is looking for something different, obviously, and they need some help. But nobody wants to talk uh, like that or about that. They want to just say, yeah, let everybody do what they want to do, and you need to accept it. And, you know, revise the way you think, the way you speak around those people. Not going to happen. Because, again, I'm going to go back to what the Scripture says. I'm going to go back to what history tells me. I'm going to go back to what is right and what is wrong and I'm going to stick to that standard. Okay, I'm not going to just readjust and remake rules like everybody else seems to be doing to fit somebody else's feelings that's going to change in 24 hours. Not going to happen. So anyway, random story that I just put out there with the LAPD, but that, that's the kind of stuff that's, that's so infuriating. Everybody's trying to find so much data on everyone else. When we have so many people that are coming in this country that we know nothing about. Yet, let's just let them, you know, come in in waves and enjoy their lives here. Know nothing about them. This is is what Trump was trying to do. He was trying to keep this situation from happening the very situation that's happening right now. So anyway, uh, (laughs) just so much craziness going on out there. Um, To lighten things up, I'm going to end on this note. I'm going to play a little clip for you for fun. I I don't know if you've seen this um, uh, on TikTok or on any other platforms, but this is actually, this is quite funny. The the, watching the video is a little bit better, but here's the audio of something that I found pretty hilarious and kind of sums up what's What's going on right now and how people are spitting things. Uh, Take take a listen. It's entitled Dear Unvaxxed People. Hi. This is a little message to the unvaccinated. You are killing everyone. It's your fault. You're being selfish. So get the vaccine because I'm vaccinated. I am vaccinated. Okay. And so I'm protected because the vaccine is safe and effective. So if you're around me and you're unvaccinated, then you're putting me at at well you're not. You're No Okay. So you're selfish because if I'm protected and you're around me, then I'm then I'm fine, but you're but you're me sorry. If you're not vaccinated, then you're not it's your um you're racist, is what I'm saying. <laughs> So th- there you have it. That, <laughs> I thought that was fantastic. But uh, anyway, uh, thank you for tuning in to The Ken Burns Show. I appreciate you being right here on the BMG Network. Again, go to the bmgnetwork.com, check it all out, and check out The Kenna Shop, who is sponsoring this particular pa- podcast. You can go to, the, go to The Kenna Shop on Facebook, and of course go to The Ken Burns Show on Facebook. Follow the show, like it, please. Also, if you have not subscribed on Apple or uh any of the major pl- podcast platforms that you listen to uh, it would appreciate if you left a review and, uh, and also please be sure to comment you can do so uh, at the Ken Burns show on Facebook and of course you can reach out to us info at the bmgnetwork.com that's info at the network.com. if you want to uh, contact me directly uh, you can email me at kburns at the bmgnetwork.com and be sure to tune in to the next podcast of The Ken Burns Show next Monday because next Monday I will be having Wayne Allen Root as my guest. So be sure to tune in for that. That's coming up. Again, that's the next podcast next Monday on The Ken Burns Show. Until then, God bless you guys, and I'll catch you next time as always. It's going to be a fantastic conversation right here on The Ken Burns Show, only on the BMG Network. God bless you guys. The Ken Burns Show was produced, edited, and recorded in the BMG studio. Music by Kevin McLeod. For more episodes of The Ken Burns Show, go to the bmgnetwork.com or find The Ken Burns Show on Facebook. And please join us again as we bring you more dynamic content.